Welcome everybody to Press Play with Sammy P and Kyla T. Ah, oh, let's just take a deep breath, I think. And I invite you in this moment to just check in with how you're feeling. Given that it has been an interesting start to the year. And today's discussion is going to be about are you taking life too seriously? Mm. And part of this in the breathing is that quite often the seriousness comes from feeling out of control. And I just had a client then and we were talking about uh, what to do with life when you start to feel a lack of motivation. And we went in and did a soul journey around this part of knowing that like everything serves us in some way. Like there's a reward gained by having no motivation. So what is it and what does that part of us need? And the journey went into this beautiful adventure with Pippi Longstocking, which of course I love. <laughs> and we can't predict where they go. I don't make this up. Her soul leads the way. But it made me just think about how the seriousness, the adventure, uh, kind of in parallel with each other because for so many people still at this moment in time it feels like those normal holiday adventures might be taken away a little bit but how can we actually start to imagine that every day is an amazing adventure and that life is gifting us with these moments to be adventurous even in the comfort of our own home because right now there is just still so much divisiveness and seriousness being channeled just in every direction. And so, Sammy P, how do you feel about this idea of seriousness? <laughs> well, there's like, there's about five other things to yeah. talk about there. Yeah. G'day, everyone. <laughs> uh, great to be with you all. Great, great topic. Uh, I love how we're so in sync when we have no idea what we're talking about and we mm -hmm. jump straight in. I think with the seriousness is to is to realize you know what pay attention to what you're taking in mm. where you're getting your information from yeah and a lot of things like that mm. I think and then part of it's a bit of an ego death you know the, yep. there's we've given over our power to other people for a long time and we have sort of been a bit blinded that they have people's best interests at heart which is, yeah. you know, we're so slowly waking up to the fact that maybe they don't <clears throat> or they're, they're, you know, they, they've got other values that are higher than that. Yeah. If I, if I put my nice hat on, if I put my grumpy cap on, I'd say something else for sure. <laughs> I've had a lot of grumpy cap moments this week, especially with everything going on with Spotify at this moment in time. And obviously oh, yeah. I'm Spotify obsessed and love Spotify. And uh, I just feel like we're going down this rabbit hole where the seriousness is also taking people in the direction of lack of information, lack of curiosity, lack of a ability to be open-minded and know that we live in a world that is meant to align with freedom of speech. And I get very curious about the people that are saying yay to everything that's going on. Have you actually listened to the podcasts have you researched the doctors that are a part of it and then on both sides are we like willing to have conversations about things or are we now living in a society that's like well let's just shut everyone down yeah absolutely and uh, i've i finished a book called i don't know if we mentioned it had, had i mentioned this, the shock doctrine by naomi klein Did i don't I think so that last time? no uh, really interesting um 
maybe even alternative view of um, history in, okay. in regards to different um, different countries throughout the world um, overcoming dictators, becoming democracies, and then the financial struggles they have mm-hmm. um, after that, and what what's been implemented by people who want to make money, essentially. Yeah, uh, really good book. Um, don't want to get too political, but I think it gives a great insight as to what is actually going on at the moment. Yeah. Because a lot of the other stuff that it, I think we're all talking, if we're talking divisiveness, if we're talking about yeah. um, like Spotify and all these sorts of things, it's all frustrating. It's all, but it's all kind of surface level. There's something else going on. They're, they're making us have these discussions and arguments and divisiveness because they're distracting us from what actually is going on. Like it doesn't make any sense. No. A lot of stuff doesn't make any sense. So what is it? You know, you can fight, you can fight them with <clears throat> science. You could talk about protesting and all those sorts of things, but there's a bigger game that I don't think a lot of us are aware of that's actually playing out. And then what, once you sort of sit with that, it's not to say that you don't get triggered by all the stuff that's going no. on. No. You just have to scroll through social media for five minutes. You go, Oh, okay. I didn't realise that. Okay. I don't even think it's five minutes. I think it's yeah, literally like two yeah. seconds. It's like, wow. <laughs> and uh, look, it comes back to like, what's the solution with all that? Well, yeah. one, you could read the book because I think it gives you, it's, um, I think I went into some dark moments of the soul reading it because you, it kind of wakes you up to a few things that you may not have been aware of. Yeah. Um, but it kind of gives you a context as to what's going on and why it's happening. <clears throat> and sometimes and, that's serious. It's been things like this have been looked at for a long time, and people have um, people have planned for them, whether they enacted them, <clears throat> but they've planned for these sorts of moments, and there's a plan to it. Um, and to think otherwise, I'd be think would be a little bit naive. And and then it, that goes to the point of having these surface level things that are going on. Um, yeah. So it's to understand that, and then what is the solution? Is to what's the solution that we can bring to that? at the time and it's not our best being our best selves isn't going to do any good about as much as I'm sure people listening and you and I would love to have a rant about um, lack of freedoms and how people are giving them up so quickly and things not being said and being covered up and you know Spotify and all these sorts of things it's like something new every week it's like what are they what are they bringing in underneath that so what's the point of having that surface level argument around different things that people are in fear over one if you're having an argument with someone who's in fear they're devolved what is it six they've lost 60 percent of their iq or 40 to 60 percent of their iq soon as they go into fight or flight you can't have a logical ex- chat no. with these people but then it's you're not actually talking about the cause of what's going on either so and i think i think there's struggle. this balancing act of like staying aware staying educated and noticing if the seriousness is taking you away from being in the moment with what's present in your life, family, friends, loved ones, the role that you're working in, because I think what can happen, it's like you use the word distraction. We then get so distracted by all the fear that's floating around, by the division. Like I sometimes will pop on LinkedIn and I'm like, how has the division gotten so infused into the LinkedIn conversations even? And I sit there and I think, 
why aren't these people working? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, like they have these, like, like these, like, and they're just fighting with this person that they've never even met. And it's yeah. just, it's quite, I don't want to say comical because I don't want to sound condescending, but there is, there's this idea that I'm like, wow, where did we dissolve this idea of like, let's just come back to what's inside of our control. Let's have open, curious conversations to the people that matter in our lives because obviously it comes down to the relationships that matter in your life at the same time too and where are you this is coming up which i've not thought about where are you investing or divesting your energy and so it's like because if it's getting divested or diverged into a different direction of distraction of these people that you don't even know and all this energy is getting poured out there's somewhere where it's not going. There's something that's really important to you that it's not being channeled into. And I think back to one of the first sessions we did for this year, just talking about like, what if your purpose was joy? And then it's asking, um, I've got the soul coaches that I'm training at the moment to ask themselves, like, is what I'm about to do, action, spend time, is it nourishing? Is it nurturing? Is it bringing me closer to like my purpose, my dreams? And it's like, this comes down to those really tiny choices that we're making day to day as well. But we think about, it's not just like the time that it takes to be involved in this, it's the energy that it takes. And for me, like that opposite of the seriousness energy goes into the joy and the play. And how can we actually then know that vibrationally, we are embodying whatever change we want to see in the world, but you feel like you're more in control of your own state of being. And you can then make more, I think, concerted, is that the word, decisions based upon your own life, because it's not like, it's not by chance that we all end up exactly where we are right now. Like that's, I think, where some of it, where we can go into that position. It's like, we've actually made choices that have led you to wherever you are in your life right now. And then the question becomes, well, do those similar choices still serve me or do I want to go down a different path? Totally. Mm. And so, yeah, I was, get, I was trying to get to the, 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 the stuff that we're fighting over yep. is not the actual the cause of what's going on. There's something else deeper going on. So what's the point of arguing at a surface level? Mm. But then we're also here at this time for a reason. And we're not, yep. although the last, I don't know, my whole lifetime there hasn't really been a big a direct issue that's affected my life in so many ways. Yeah. And then, well, and then I would challenge that statement of myself as well. It hasn't really affected my life that much. Mm. There's, there's another, there's been other conflicts. There's been other things happening around the world in our lifetime, but it never really directly affected us in our day-to-day life. No. And so we're here for a reason. We're here for that challenge. But if you look at other people that went through civil rights things, other countries that have gone through freedom stuff, Renaissance periods, all these sorts of stuff, generations and generations of people have had to stand up for what they believe in and be seen you know that that's a topic in itself (laughs) and and holding um holding true to what you believe and what you Um, value we talk a lot about the values right so yeah it's really sitting in that space of are you embodying what's most important to you and your values in that way um and also i think willing to be a little bit flexible and open and curious like I always think back to the fact that like 15 years ago I didn't believe what I believe now 
Like it's mm. like an unveiling, an awakening, your eyes opening to things, right? And I always think back to like when I quit investment banking and started healing like full time, there was moments where I would be in sessions with clients and I would be like, what beep am I doing? Like, how did I end up here? Like, what is this even real? And, mm. and I would, and it was like my brain and my belief systems were catching up with something that had already been enacted and initiated and I was already doing it. But there was these moments of, and I think the skeptic is a healthy archetype for us to be having in these moments, but from a place of like open curiosity, because the skeptic in a healthy way has us want to question things like go, well, yeah, what am I doing here all of a sudden in this healing room? And I used to sit there and do spreadsheets all day. <laughs> um, and like, what is energy? Like, what is really happening here? Like, and I love that part of like being a little bit skeptical sometimes because I think then we go seeking for answers. We go looking for information. We go down and, and I don't know if at this moment in time, we're ever going to get the facts, the truth. <laughs> like, I don't even know if that's even possible in the world that we're in right now. But obviously we can go to that deep inner truth, like from a soul's wisdom perspective. But I think, I think it's going to be decades and decades before everything is unveiled as to what's <laughs> well, if, going it on. if it ever does. If it ever does. <laughs> yeah. But I think there's a healthy, like, you know how sometimes we have those archetypes of people like, oh, stop being a skeptic and or like, oh, that's skeptic. And it's like, well, actually, there's a healthy part to that archetype because to be skeptical means that you're open to ask questions, to learn more, um, as long as it doesn't come from a skeptic that thinks you're right and that you know everything and is just questioning for the sake of questioning. Because I've had people like that in workshops before. <laughs> and I'm like, you're not even open to anything that's coming out of my mouth are you uh and i think at this moment there is there's a very i would say serious energy going around also because a lot of clients i'm speaking to are very much in deep reflection mode because for a lot of people and people maybe that are listening you may have had two years away from some of your closest family and friends, as an example. So then you start to question, well, is my lifestyle set up in the way that I want it to be for that to be true? Like, especially in Australia, we have such a multicultural dynamics that it's always been and nearly all the clients that I've spoken to that are family from overseas or moved here in their head was always the answer of well, it's fine. If something ever happens, I'll just jump on a plane. And it's like those little things that have been taken away, you can't not start to reflect on, okay, well, what is my life experience right now? I think that the death part has come up a lot for people around this period in time. So then it's like, well, am I proud of the life I'm living? Like those five regrets of the dying, like am I making the most out of every single day? So I think that a seriousness can come with that, but I think that we can also make it more adventurous in that curiosity of our lives and start to go, well, okay, what really does matter is every single day. Like, and am I making the most out of today in the best way possible? And what does that look like? Because there's a lot of intro, introversion and I think introspection that is going on for people right now. And I think that's the beauty of the challenge at the moment is that we're asking those deeper questions. Yeah. And we're actually really pulling things apart or, and, you know, changing. Yeah. You know, even my ego still wants, well, I, part of me still wants 
my life to look a certain way. Totally. <laughs> that was always the goal. That was yeah. always the goal. It needs to look yeah. like this. And the, yep. more, <clears throat> the more things go further down the rabbit hole, the, the yep. further that seems to get away. So I was like, okay, is this really, you know, or, or now that this is, you know, how do I want to make it happen? Mm. You know, it doesn't have to look exactly like that or is there a few things there that, you know, rather mm. than the house on the beach, it could be the caravan on the beach. We've done that, you know. Yeah. ad nauseum over the last yeah. few months and things like that. So I think that that's that deep introspection comes from the challenge. And then I think going through the layers of moving from the divisiveness, seeing the challenge, having that introspection mm. and having that deeper understanding of yourself and yeah. what's important to you. And then I think it's easy to step into that joyful moment. Mm. Like that's, I feel like that's the process that I yeah. was, well, was coming up in my head, yeah. that having those deeper, darker mo- moments allows us to, if you ask the empowered questions like you so eloquently went through there before, you know, that allows for more joyful moments. Like we we're talking, catching up with some rallies here. And yep. if it wasn't for, um, and we're in Melbourne at the moment, if it wasn't for all the lockdowns, you know, someone mentioned, you know, I actually got to spend a heap of time with the kids that I would yeah. never have got because yep. they would have be going to school. They'll be doing an after school thing, then be sport. I would have had work. I would have had work functions, blah, 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 yep. blah. You yep. know, yeah, yeah, it sucked the you know some of the <clears throat> the best moments were you know being there with the kids that I wouldn't you know may never have again you know there's there's always going to be that the other side of it and mm. I think if we look at our lives both of us as well like I think there's been some I just think in the moment it's like well it's great not rushing out to get a coffee and stuff and having coffee at home and that means that I'm well, at the caravan or wherever we are yeah that I'm spending more time with cat and jacko or i'm spending time with the people that we're staying with or whatever it is there's little things that have just slightly shifted Mm. where there's okay well that's actually not important does it really affect my life yep as much as i play it out Mm. and i I believe it probably i probably over i even i I over exaggerate probably some of the stuff that's going on because there's actually i'm missing the good stuff that's happening because of Mm. that as well not to say that i agree with things but Mm. and not to say that we shouldn't stand up or or be looking at no. other ways of living our life, but yeah, yeah. I'm but that, cu- I'll be the, curious. Yeah, I'll be curious from a workplace perspective. Like I know that obviously a lot of companies are talking about remote and hybrid and all of those. That like, how will this look in five to ten years in terms of people, like you say, after work, going out to dinners, going on like traveling? Because I imagine now, like even a lot of the companies must have saved a lot of money from people not traveling to go meet with clients to do this and that. But then that is also sometimes part of the benefit of those roles that people do have that adventure inside of them. So I wonder if there'll be, you know, when we do like, I always imagine the pendulum swings one place, goes all the way to the other side, and then there's like a rebalancing that goes on. Because I do also imagine that it could be really easy for us, uh, say, I don't know, well, we'll guess a year's time to get back in that normal trajectory of life and to have forgotten all those like miraculous ahas of like how great family time was and those aspects that are individual for people. Because I think back to when I was living and volunteering in India, there was a point where we were in this homestay in Lay, and I was having to wash my hair in this gutter where all the cows like drank water from and everything. It was pretty gross. And you had to, Toby had to pump the water as I was like washing my hair in this gutter. And we just like both would always talk about the things that we will never take for granted 
when we get back home, when we get back into like normal life. Like every time I turn the tap on, I'm going to be so, so grateful. Every time I can go to shop and get like the foods that I want or this, that, the other. When people speak English, because we were in a home stay and they didn't speak any English and we were sitting in really uncomfortable silence eating dinner with them. <laughs> uh, and just these little things that made life a little bit harder per se, but we were learning from. And as soon as you come back home, straight away you like forget to be grateful for a tap for clean water like that you can drink and things like that that it's like i think it'll be really nice for us to as you say take pause to really honor what were the parts that i loved and how can i make sure that there's more of this in my future no matter what life no matter what happens with life with work or anything like that i'm going to prioritize those parts that were the wondrous amazement out of this. Yeah, and that's easily forgotten if we if mm. we're tuning into the wrong things. You know, yeah, yeah. That's where the gratitude in our daily practices come back in. You know, Demartini. Yeah. We've mentioned De, I mentioned Demartini every podcast that we do. You know, it always talks about <laughs> the balance, and it's yep. fascinating if you think mm. about the guys that I like watch and look up to, like the mm. Joe Dispensers and the John Demartinis of the world. Not once. Or very rarely have they mentioned or gone into what's going on at the moment. Thou shalt not be like, named. Well, yeah, and why is that? <laughs> you know, because they're on. Like, why, why? Yeah, because they're on purpose, and this is you know potentially this could be the greatest time in history for their work to come through because more people mm. are going to be looking at it. It's the time for it, even more mm. so than it has been. You mm. know, things like that. It's like why? Why aren't? Why aren't these people? Um, getting involved in this other stuff, you know, <laughs> why, why is that? Mm. Yeah, super, and you can get some super interesting questions when you ask a question, answers to a question like that. Mm. If they're on purpose and they're doing their thing, well, what is it that I should be doing? Well, I should be on my purpose and doing my thing too. Mm. And if I do look around, there's so many benefits of everything that's happened. And, yep. yet, and yet, despite everything, we've gone all the way to Cairns and all the way down to Melbourne at the moment, mm. despite everything as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's that opportunity, isn't it, to be aware of what's going on because we're not talking about spiritual bypassing or spiritual arrogance of like, well, none of this is going on in the world in any way, shape or form. But there is something beneficial to rising above things and going, well, what is really going on? What parts are in my control? Like last night I did a new moon circle with some local ladies around here and men are always welcome. It was just, we've had, it, we were talking about how great it is that all my circles, there's men at them and they just, um, last night it was the women. And how like in that moment of us sitting around and drumming and singing and meditating and doing oracle cards, like all was well. <laughs> And that energy of like rising above things to have those moments of like deep connection and uh, like deep sharing and like they're the kind of, I guess, miracle moments that we all have an opportunity to have at these moments in time. Like how do we actually have deep connection with friends, with family, with loved ones, with colleagues and actually just start to change the narrative of what you're talking about? Because I think it's so easy just to go down, well, what's in our face right now? But it's like, well, why don't we start to have those big discussions around like, what are you most excited about bringing into this year post everything that's gone on? Like, what have you discovered about yourself through this period in time? And how can I support you on the path of where you want to go? Like, 
what if we actually individually start to change the narrative and the conversations that are being had to rise above it and to go to this direction? I was talking to one of the companies that I work with this um, year and I was like, let's just start talking wellness. Like, let's just focus on wellness and we know that everything else will fall into place. We know that there's these noise and these distractions and everything going on. But if we just keep our focus on what our intention was, which is people choosing what their goals are for this year, it might be financial wellness, it might be physical, emotional, mental, it might be relationship, like whatever that is then that way we've got a guiding light of this is what I'm focusing on. And then you become aware of other things, but it's like you just keep coming back to that one thing that is going to support you in your existence and life as well. But then having those supportive conversations around you as well. Mm, I, that's a great way to look at it. I really, I really like that because you, you're asking better questions. You're asking, you mm. ask solution-orientated questions. Yeah, it's good yeah. to get to the cause. Yeah, it's good to have the the shadow side of things and investigate that. But moving forward, like, well, what is yeah. it that I want? How am I going to go about it? And yep. how do I achieve that? Like, I saw someone like, don't wish that you would get the the spicy cough. You know, yeah. you should be wishing that you're the healthiest that you can be. Totally. And I had a friend. Whereas most people, that that's not a common thought for most people. Yeah. It's not like, well, what can I do for my health? It's like, holy shit, oh, my God, oh, my God. Yeah, you know? totally. Whereas I'm like every single day, then supplement. I've never been so diligent in my life <laughs> with all my health protocols and everything. And also like like just more careful and cautious and like in a healthy way though because my work is a key priority to me but I've always been this way even because I pride myself on never getting sick um, and I never say never but majority of the time and it's like so that like if it's like if that's the conversation that we're having how do we create a well society how do we create a society where our health becomes our focus, but also from an encouragement and a support perspective, knowing that everybody's health goals and intentions and wellness goals and intentions are going to be different. But how do we within organisations, within families, within all those units, just support each other in that way? As I have a friend, um, we've started the eight week F45 challenge this week and we're having a discussion about it's so much easier for me because I live alone. I just don't buy things. So mm -hmm. there's no crap in my house unless I want to buy a bag of chips and eat it. But it makes it so much easier. But that also just shows how, like, people need to ask for support. So we were chatting to her husband and he was like, well, why can't you just not eat it if it's in the cupboard? And I was like, she can't. Like, it's just, I think for some humans it's not possible. And I was like, wouldn't it be easier if it just wasn't in the house, right? And it's like sometimes we need to ask for that support of the people around us when we're doing different intentions, different changes within business, within life, within wellness to say, and I think that asking for support still seems to get missed so much in our world around like even saying, look, I've got a really big business dream this year and this is what it's going to look like um, and this could be a conversation with anyone. I really want to write this book this year or I really want to start these dance classes as a, as a family, as a household, whatever it might be, could you support me in this? And what does that look like? And then asking each other, because I have a client and he went and spoke to his wife about all his like goals and intentions. And then he, I got him to ask her, what are hers for this year and how can he support her? And I think that rarely are we encouraged to have those type of discussions. Yeah, totally. Mm. We usually have the... Um... 
Hey, Birdie. The tantrum, yeah, I know. I can't even, you'd usually have the tantrum afterwards. Why didn't you support me? It didn't work. It's all, it's all, it's all your it's fault. All, it's all your fault. We had a conversation before. We can, we're not mind readers. Like, I'm guilty of that. Like, I know what I'm doing. Like, well, how come you don't know what I'm doing? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Asking yeah. for support is, is a great one. Yeah. And I think often there's an avoidance of sharing our goals, intentions, um, creations, projects, whatever it might be. Because what if we fail or what if we don't do it? And so it's like, well, I won't tell anyone, but we're much more likely to succeed if we share it and we ask for support along the way. Uh, And it's why coaching is such a big industry and accountability is such a huge part of the work that we do because it's so easy to just get caught up in the trajectory of like normal everyday life. Like I sat there yesterday and I was, excuse the French, I was like, the fuck it's february i I don't know about anyone else but i was like i'm sorry where did january go yeah Yeah. (laughs) well firstly where did 2020 and 2021 go but i was like honestly like what did i achieve in january and i was like i'm gonna have to sit down and really go back through january to take a moment because there's i know there's things that i have but i literally feel like i blinked and it just disappeared Mm. yep same here absolutely Uh, and it's like we I don't want to live in an existence like that where I feel like oh where did life go now I think it's part of the gift of being present whereas if you lay down every night you're like today was a great day that is wondrous but when you blink and you're like did anything actually happen I don't know (laughs) that's kind of a different state to be in I think as well uh But I think we can take our goals and intentions even too seriously, that if you add some play, some fun, some adventure into them uh, and then say to yourself, what are going to be, this is one of the biggest things when working with clients, what is going to be the major distractions? What are going to be the major obstacles? And let's put a plan into place to overcome those. Because I think quite often um, we forget to do that piece and then we just judge ourselves when we haven't, enacted any of the intentions yeah and even if we want it to be fun and easy like you know Ko and ray talks about this is simple this is fun this is easy or something love that those lines. yep yep that still doesn't mean there's challenges that come up but it's from the challenges and and the roadblocks we we you know when you ask empowered questions like you did before is we're ability to move through that because if we're not moving through those challenges where yeah. we're shrinking we're not growing and you can say well what if the challenges were simple easy and fun well, it's yeah, like uh, then what changes that attitude around it, hey? Yeah. Well, and then you look at, I look at um, cricket, here you go, sport yep. analogy. We need like sound effects for these little ones. I don't know. Like something. And, but you look at, look at great sports people and they are great because they've risen through the challenge mm-hmm. or they've had setbacks and finally overcome it. Like the hero's journey in every movie. Yep have setbacks have setbacks then finally step into who it is that we could all see them becoming yeah we love that that's why sport's so good you can see people it's like yeah oh, this sucks right now or this is really hard mm. but i can get through this like yeah. how good's that going to be totally and, you know again a, a, a lot like life you know we, we're getting lots of challenges thrown at us and it's like it's our ability to keep chipping away at them mm. reassessing having a look but then that's also fun because there's Nothing better like your first bungee jump that you talk about and things like that. Mm. On the other side of that fear, on the other side of that yep. obstacle, on the other side of that challenge, yep. you, you look back and you go, 
one, that wasn't as bad as I thought usually. And two, yeah. I did it. Like, how cool yeah. is that? What else can I do? Yeah. So and also bring that's joy, the thing. Bring joy to the challenge. Yeah. You've then got that reference point, don't you, of like, oh, remember when I achieved that? Oh, remember when I moved through that? Oh, remember when I learned that and I was really crap at it to begin and then I got better and better and better. And so you have these reference points that you go back to when you do have that beginner's mindset. I had one of the soul coaches um, send me a message in the training that we're in uh, and she said, I'm just, I'm, I'm not in the best place right now because I feel like I'm not doing great with the soul journeys and I don't really know what I'm doing and um, she'd received some feedback that wasn't that great and I said to her, we're literally like a month in to a nearly 10-month training. <laughs> like this isn't like you're not meant to know how to do it just yet. And I explained to her, this is why I ask and this is an invitation for anyone to listen when you're learning something new. Your one question, what went well? What went well? Like what went well is your only question to ask because you then move through that learning ladder with some positive reinforcement. But this expectation, I think we spoke about it a couple of weeks ago of like just expecting that we should be good at something like straight mm. out instead of, as you've just shared, enjoying the learning process, enjoying the awkwardness of how it feels when you don't know what you're doing and then getting more and more comfortable with it but knowing that you're learning your way in that. I think for some reason we it's like we've been t we want to avoid the discomfort of learning maybe because mm. we were forced to learn things we didn't enjoy at school I, I, or that we didn't intentionally uh, want to I don't know what it is but how do or we that just we were graded, everything was graded yeah yeah maybe and so then you're waiting for that like fail uh, as opposed to, well, what did I learn? What went well? And yes, there's a time for getting better and critiquing. Like I'm not saying that, but it's not right at that beginning phase because I see it like a baby learning to walk and every time it goes to walk and step up, I'm like, oh, you idiot, you can't walk yet. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> don't you just know how to walk like come on yeah. <laughs> and imagine that poor child what they'll like yeah they may never learn to work walk because they're too embarrassed to get up and fall mm. and we yeah, would never absolutely. do that like think about yeah. a child we're like yay every time they like move <laughs> yeah well in thomas edison's well well they reckon he may not have said it but thomas edison's quote you know he didn't fail ten thousand times at making a light bulb we just you know, they just didn't work. Bastardized mm, mm. that completely. I think I stuffed that up massively. But everyone know, everyone probably knows the quote. Don't worry about it. It wasn't that he failed. It's just there were 10,000 ways that didn't work. And I, I think that's a great way of looking at it. Sometimes you've mm. got to learn what doesn't work and what works yeah. for you. But then yeah. also if you're having the courage of asking a question when you're in the beginner stage, there's mm -hmm. so many people around you. Like I know the Cairo stuff. Yep. When I came out as a Cairo, I was like, oh, my gosh. But there were so many people willing to help. There was a community totally. of people willing to help. Yeah. And, and if you're asking those people, there's a balance between, if we, if we got cheese on, um, there'd be a balance between a few things. But if you're learning from someone, they're imparting their wisdom. So they're mm. teaching you what works. Yep. And they may even tell you the stuff that doesn't work so you don't have to go mm. through the same yeah. challenges as that. And then the other side of it is, well, sometimes you need those. Yep challenges to figure out yourself to figure out what works for you and the way I explained it to her as well I was like you've just gone like I said it's like me going to a clinical psychologist doing a soul journey with a client and saying could you give me some critical feedback on this 
It's like, well, I wouldn't no, do that. Like, what Why are you, would I what are you do doing? <laughs> They'd be like, guarantee. yeah, exactly. What was and, this bit? I don't understand. Yeah, and so I think as well, like being really aware of who you're asking for support, coaching, encouragement from. Are they? Have they done what you're looking to do? Are they where you would like to be? And um, so that you are going to the right direction to get that feedback, I think is really important because a lot of people's dreams get shut down, I believe, by going and asking the wrong people and or asking, wanting encouragement from people that don't understand what you're doing or it's completely outside the norms of your reality. And and sometimes I think it's a sabotaging pattern because you're then like, oh, okay, yep, see, I didn't really think that was going to work anyway. Like I still remember the look of like, probably, I don't know, shock, disgust when I told my dad I was quitting investment banking to become a healer because <laughs> he's like financial services. And obviously I'm very strong in my conviction. So he just knew by that point yeah. in my life, there was no point even like asking me why. It took him seven years to actually ask me the reason I <laughs> We joked about it when he asked me. Um, but it's like, I do know there's, a, I'm very different in that I will figure everything out, make a decision and then tell people. Whereas if you are someone listening, that you do go seeking more information from other people before you do, just make sure you're asking the right people. Because if I, I still also remember that one of my bosses when I came back from being overseas and then I was going to set up the business, and I think I've probably shared this before, and he said to me, Kyla, no one's going to pay for that fucking bullshit in the middle of a GFC. And so 12 years on, imagine I'd listened to him. And I'd gone, actually, do you know what is right? I'll just go back to banking. I'll do like a little bit of dabbling in this and, and we'll see. Like, And that could have been a very real thing that could have gone on in that moment because when you have people that are role models that you trust, but if you're breaking the paradigm of stepping into something that isn't the norm in the world as well, People want to keep you safe and nurtured. He wasn't being horrible. He was being realistic that we were in the middle of a global financial crisis. And here I was quitting a, a very well-paid um, investment banking career to go and set up a business that I'd never even, I didn't even know what setting up business was. And so like people aren't being unkind when they give these types of feedback, but making sure you're going to the right place. Mm. And then on that journey, I think like if I think about you and I mm. with what we do, for me, it's like I'm always wanting to learn more about this stuff. Yeah. It's not that I'll like, oh, I'll get to this point and then, yeah, sweet, I just keep back. It's like yeah. I just love love learning about this stuff. I want to find different ways. I want to find yeah. better ways. I want to yep. question what I already do. Like it's not mm. like it's oh, that was amazing. That's good. Well done. You mm. know, pass on to the next thing. It's like, no, yep. this is like, you know, I'll read this stuff. I listen to the other podcasts. So I'm, I'm looking for other people to yep. connect with and talk about this stuff. So and you always talk, learn. you always talk about cheese. I started with a new coach yesterday as well. And it's like, okay, I know the direction that I want to go. And I've been looking for someone for a while. And then I was like, that felt right. And it's like, we're constantly, as you say, reading books, evolving our awareness. And I think when you can be on that pursuit of understanding and growth and curiosity along the way, you really can't fail. Mm. And, and, and then there's that, that internal battle of feeling like, well, what is it that I should be doing? And that's where those other people can come in and pull us back. Mm. Whereas us not, not asking ourselves, well, what is it that we love and what is it that I would really like to do? Yeah. 
we're mm. doing at the moment. Yeah. Well, exactly. And I, and so I think for part people listening today, it's like notice where you may have allowed distraction or seriousness to get you off path to focusing on where you want to head, who you want to be, the direction that you want to go and just start channeling some energy into that. Even if the world is still really noisy around you, even if there is still chaos and distraction and divisiveness and everything going on, take that time to infuse some energy in the things that matter most and just continue to channel a little bit of energy in that direction and learning and growth, asking for support and help from myself or Sam along the way, like whatever it is that you want to step forward into. And I think really that part of knowing that uh, we need to invest time and energy and probably finances into the growth of the direction that we're going because that's an investment of energy. Like all of those are energy. And then it's like, then you know the trajectory of like people's manifestation dreams and things like that will come. I had one lady, we ended up doing just like a friend's vision board workshop. So uh, second week of Jan and hers was all about a brand new home. Guess what she bought yesterday? because she had invested and when she sat down we had the discussion about everyone had been saying to her oh you can't get property on the south coast at the moment it's too expensive for locals like this that the other and I said to her or we could believe in miracles today and we could move through that and she basically on the day said I feel like I'm going to end up like purchasing a deceased estate it's exactly what's happened and it's like because she spent that whole day on her vision, on creating and of channeling the energy of being really intentional. She's done other things like in between as well. And I think that we can just forget sometimes to give ourselves permission to dream. Mm. And, and then part of that um, ties in really well with the sporting analogy is that we get caught up on the outcome. Yep. Yeah, but we forget the process. Yeah, you know the process of sitting in that energy, the process of showing up in the moment. Like it's a it's a cliche yeah. sport one, but the more that you there's so so much zen in sport that if you're in the moment mm. and you're in the process, that takes care of itself. Like I think Ash Barty or Ash Barty's coach has a great interview with Ash Barty's coach. Um, after well, I think my, or maybe even not even a coach, maybe the mindset coach. I'm not sure if which one I was, but it's about the process. If you get caught up mm. in that, you need you know, an Australian open title for your, yep. for your ego and things like that. Yep. And the whole video of this guy was basically, well, it's the joy in the moment. It's the joy mm. of playing tennis. Totally. It's the, you know, the expression, basically a soul expression. It's a great video. I have to share it, mm. but it's the, it's about the process. And I've, yep. you know, my, myself included probably, you know, the message was for me as well. that came through then was, you mm. know, it's so much focus on the outcome what, yep. that we forget about the process of being present of being grateful. Yeah you know, of tapping into energy rather than Mm. losing our energy to other things. And that's the goals with soul. And when we do vision boards, it's that energy of, well, how will that make you feel? And where is that already Mm -hmm. present in your life? So that we are, we're kind of knowing that there's somewhere that we want to go, but that actually we can invite that in now in different areas as well. Anything to finish before we do a card? I know, go for it. I promise you all saw me shuffle them. I'm not like a magician. I don't, I don't like fold the corners. Oh, did I just let go of magician's trick? Sorry. We have the card of fulfillment. 
Joy abounds in all areas of my life. The meaning, deep satisfaction and emotional contentment will be unfolding in your life. Soon you'll be reaping inner and outer riches and opportunities. Honour your success and enjoy the fruits of your labour. Fulfillment comes from completion of your efforts. You planted the seeds, nurtured and cared for them, and now it's time to harvest the rewards. If you harbour perfectionist qualities within you, it's often difficult to experience deep fulfillment. If you're self-critical, it's hard to experience contentment. Remember this, who you are is good enough. The secret of fulfillment is to practice positive thoughts because they connect you to your soul. From an attitude of joy, your desires can be fulfilled. Joy abounds in all areas of my life. Yeah, it does. So if we were to summarize today, it takes me back to the original intention when Sammy P and I began this podcast at the beginning of 2020 and this importance of our vibe and how we actually get to choose our vibe, our energy, what we're putting into ourselves and out into the world through our intention our choices, our thoughts, our actions, and our deeds. And so may you become more aware of how valuable your choices are, the moments that you take to bring a little joy, the deep conversations that you can have about something that is more meaningful and purposeful than potentially the noise that's going on in this world and knowing that we get to be the vibe and we get to allow people to press play in their way, on their dreams, their goals, their intentions by being supportive, by asking great questions and by knowing that there is help and support along the way. Yep, beautiful. Focus on the process. Yeah. Focus on the process. I like that. <laughs> great chat. Great chat. Awesome. That, that raised my vibe this morning. I'm feeling joyful. It was awesome. Yay. Beautiful meditation too, Kyle. Mm. So um, we've had some technical issues in the background, but we're getting up to date with the podcast. If you're actually listening to it, they're all out of order because we're slowly building back up the other ones. <laughs> so for those very analytical people that are looking for episode, I think 38, you might have to go through, you know, 20 something or 30 something. And it's a bit all over the shop, but they're gradually coming up to date. There's a whole heap more up there. Um, apologies about the... Um, the gap in plays there, but we're back up and running. I've got my finger on the pulse and we're all sorted. So very exciting. Hopefully Kyla's computer survived and we can get today's recording as well. <laughs> and we can get that up as soon as possible and try and keep it a bit more up to date because we love this podcast. We've been really enjoying it. And you've been listening to the hashtag press play with Kyla T and Sammy P podcast. Um, Leave us a review, give us a five-star rating, let us know what you're up to. We'd love to um, make sure that these conversations are beneficial to you and your journey as well. Uh, you can do that in the Facebook group, again, with the same name, hashtag Press Play with Kyla T and Sammy P. Uh, drop us a line um, on any of our socials, our personal stuff. So Kyle is kylatustin.com and you can find me, Sammy P, at sammyp.com.au. So until next time, look forward to high vibing with you very soon. Thanks, Kyla. Thanks, over and out.